Irish song. Very cool. Arranged by this old man, Rob Bonner. All right. Well, the Irish Irish boy, or the red, what is it? Red-haired boy. The red-haired Irish Irish boy. It's Irish tune. All right. Welcome to the podcast, folks. Two lonely boys in a canoe. That's, who are you? Gorgeous George. Oh, that's Gorgeous George. Okay. A.K.A. Trevor, but Farrell Olsen, but I would have gotten away with it, too, if it wasn't for you meddling kids and that damn dog. And I, of course, am Gravel Shits, known as Chris Evans. Whoop. Whoop. Whoop, whoop. What up, What's up, ninjas? Down with the clown, homies. Are you down with the clowns? Homies, homies. We're going to steal all oh, your shit. money. Homies, homies. We're going to throw soda at you. Homies, homies. We're going to try to kick Fred Durst. Homies, homies. We're going to make you move our furniture. <laughs> <laughs> all right, folks. We're glad to I be here you. today. Uh, it's it's been a great day. It's been a good Sunday. It's been productive. Yes. Um, work got done. Trevor got some personal stuff done, which is cool. Uh, Trevor, you want to talk about your light switch situation there? Oh man. So, yeah, I think he had a really great uh, story to tell today. All right. So. I got a great story to tell too. We got some good stories. Yeah. Hold on. Give the man a moment. He's got a rip. He's got a palm rip. It. Alright, so I Wednesday when I got home when I got off the bus from work, there's this mini mart that I go to because the 7 Eleven nearby shut down. How mini is the mart? Pretty pretty big? I mean it's it's a one story. It's probably the size of an apartment. It's probably well, it's probably like the store itself is probably like thirty by thirty. I don't know numbers. So the whole the whole place, the whole store itself is literally the size of an entire apartment. Like it's pretty. It's crap. a small place. Small. It's a mini mart. There's a, there, there's literally a house. I love that you went yeah. with that. <laughs> but there's a there's the family that runs it. Their house is built right next to it behind the store. So they run the store and they live beside the store. It's an Asian family that runs it and owns it. Yeah, I've heard the story. You come to America, you start a business, you start yeah. raping the uh, culture, and then you take over with the Red Dragon. No. <laughs> The Red Dragon Awakens. I didn't watch this uh, Jackie Chan movie. Oh, man, it's all that critical race theory stuff, bro. I'm telling you. Everybody's coming to take everybody's job, and everybody hates everybody, and oh, man, it's crazy, dude. Build the wall. No, I'm kidding. Build the wall around everything. I want a wall everywhere. If it's yeah. really hard to get over, yeah. people might not do it. We need to build a wall around Antarctica. Got to keep no, we got to build up. a wall around every street corner, around every way. You know how hard it'd be for a shooter to so get through 30,000 walls? So many walls. <laughs> exactly. We need all the walls. All right. Back to the story, though. Where's Roger Water at? <laughs> Where's R.V. Lee Oswald at when you need him? All in all, we're all just bricks in the wall. Hey, you need a dirty woman. You need a dirty gal. But anyways, so I, I need a dirty woman. So I was, so they gave me this light switch, and they're like, "Hey, it's for a neon light for so, a uh, so, Budweiser so you sales water." Met uh, the 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 woman that you I, talked to. I just met him by going there and grabbing a beer or two after work, yeah. cigarettes for you, and like some food or grabbing a stuff. Place. Yeah, and you met this girl. What was her name? There's two of them. There's okay. Uh, there's Katie, and then there's a chick named Trevor. They're cool. But they, they needed help, and they, they, they knew that I 
worked in my hands. At one point, they asked, like, what do you do? And I told, work at the metal shop. And immediately went, oh. And they handed me this box of a light. First, they, just, they didn't even say anything at first. They just handed me a fucking box of cords. And I'm like, what? Like, what? They're like, well, it's, it's for this neon light for a Budweiser seltzer beer light. Like, you see in bars or... Yeah, or it's you'll a neon see, sign. You'll see, like, you'll see, like, a, a So product. they hand you a box of wires. Yeah, a box of wires. And then they were like, hey, can you fix this? And I was like, I don't have a soldering iron. And they didn't know what soldering was, so I had explained briefly what it yeah, was. Yeah, high heat like metal. They have, they have fairly good English, but there are times where there's a slight language yeah, barriers. Yeah, of course. They're, they're new American, you're old American. So I was trying to explain the process well into them. And they're like, okay. So I was like, well, I need to get... So I'll, let me go see if I have it. I didn't. I went and looked. There's a couple stores that didn't have it. They'll never go to Lowe's for soldering, apparently. Even though it's a hardware store, they, they don't were, have a lot of stuff. Lowe's is a weird place. Lowe's is a hardware one, there's, store. And but there's, there's a bunch I've, of people that work there I've that don't even Lowe's, know. I've been at Lowe's, and sometimes I have some of the worst experiences there. They, they Home hire, Depot, the same. Home Depot's going fucking downhill, dude. They hire a bunch of people that don't have any trade skills. I'm like, why? why? Because, dude, the people with trade skills are in trades, usually. Yeah. Or they're an old guy that used to do it, but he's too beaten up to do it anymore. You get yeah. those guys once in a while. Maybe. But, like, yeah, no, I know the type you're talking about. You walk into the hardware store, you're like, I need a 90-degree angle fucking pipe. They're like, we only got straight pipes. You're like, what? That's when you're on your fuck and you're like, hey, do you have any uh, metric crescent wrenches? Oh, let me go check real quick. Hey, do you have any headlight fluid real quick? Let me go check. Go check uh, you about. met these nice women at this mini mart. They handed you a project, basically. They handed me a project. It's like, yep, woman handing a guy a project. What else is new? Oh, uh, you never handed a woman a project? Not as often as they handed me a project. Well, Trevor, how about you're a project? <laughs> Jolo Mike. Anyway, so they handed it to me. They said, can you fix it? He's but, a complicated man, and don't nobody understand him but his Budweiser sign. Damn, Trevor. <laughs> Anyways, God damn. So <laughs> they 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 go and they order the tools I need, and I picked it up Friday. Saturday I started to fix it. Didn't work out the first time. I had to go help some other people move. So then this morning I finished soldering. Got it fixed. Hand it to them, they were happy. They gave me a free tea, you know. So, so Trevor, why don't you talk about how you were hoping that this might parlay into some sort of fancy pants anime relationship? I was when I found out yesterday that they were a lesbian married couple. Oh, that had to hurt. Yeah. <laughs> and that's gotta hurt. And I was got him right in the gotchas. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, oh boy. Trevor, you thought you thought there was a glimmer of hope that this woman had an interest in you. Damn it. I'm so sorry. I mean I did I did I did get to brush up on some serious soldering again. I guess that's good. You got your soldering skills back up to par. That is yeah. a thing that's cool. But damn it, it must have hurt finding out that your whole Asian uh, fantasy just got flushed down the drain when they were like, actually we eat box. Do you want a tea? He's like yeah, I'll take a tea. <laughs> I love you, man. That's awesome. I don't know about awesome. I'll tell you about a funny story here. All right, Chris, your turn. I got one. I'm going to get high. <laughs> Smoking them drip drugs. So I was at work today and was talking to a coworker about, like, you know, people being sick. Um, you know, COVID's been a real thing lately and still still a thing around yeah, the world. we got world. New, new things. Yeah, new it. stuff. Yeah. So uh, we, we ended up on the subject of monkeypox and then this older co-worker came over and she said, oh, you know it's all from the gays, right? And I don't know, we, we kind of looked at each other and we were like, what? And uh, I don't know, it, it caught us both off guard, I think. Uh, it caught me off guard for sure. I wasn't expecting that answer. <laughs> and then uh, I go, what did you say? An old person. And she it. goes, fags, you know, the gays. <laughs> and I go. Them queers. Well, yeah, basically. <laughs> and then I was like, again, say it. Yeah. for the third time, I was like, what? You know? She walks over to me and she goes, you know when one man fucks another man in the ass? 
And I was like, oh, you mean gays? And she's like, yeah, gays. That's the only people that get it. And I was like, what, monkeypox? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> and she was just so dead serious that I, I couldn't. I was finding it funny at the moment, but I wanted to not laugh in her face. Because <laughs> I was like, I don't think that's how science works. I don't think that's how infections work. <laughs> but um, it was funny because I was like, well, I wanted to pry a little further. I go, well, where are you getting your information? She goes, the news. And uh, the other coworker speaks up and he goes, where, Fox News? And she goes, yeah. <laughs> And oh, I, I, sweet, low Jesus, Carl Tuckerson and Rush Limbaugh, tell me the I, secrets. I, I figured out what was Alex happening Jones, here. Alex Jones, what's going I on? I figured out it was about to get, like, uh, political or whatever. Mm. And so I was trying to step away from the conversation. But before I could, she goes up and out of left field is like, don't you think that the FBI left those boxes inside of his house? <laughs> and I, I don't know. I have no idea... We should get where up. it came from, but then I just said to her, I was like, are you a Trumper? And we just didn't talk much more of the day, I suppose. It's hilarious. Could you give some back context to those that don't know what's going on about the uh, the boxes and old Trump? Some people might not know. Maybe. Um, Trump took some things when he was leaving office. Probably most presidents do take some stuff. Um, but he took a bunch of boxes of classified documents and the main issue became that he turned over some of his boxes that they requested back, basically. Um, but he didn't give them all. Um, so he hid some away, probably to do something with later. Um, you know, you don't usually take boxes of classified information and, and put them somewhere in the house for nothing. Oh, is he just going to make scrapbooks out oh, of Oh, yeah, of course. Scrapbooks of, of the Russian Chinese fair, yeah. I'm paper mache I'm going to make origami um, from files from the Prince of Saudi Arabia. But he was recently given a warrant for his residence, and he, when uh, searched, they found 12 more boxes of classified documents, uh, highly classified stuff, uh, things that the public shouldn't see, pretty much. Um... And it's just, it's crazy because, dude, you're, you're the ex-president. Why are you stealing shit? For, obviously, make money for business purposes. It, it's, it's to have leverage on people, I believe. Yeah. But, anywho, he stole a bunch of shit he wasn't supposed to steal. Could he go to prison for it? Definitely. Do I think anything's going to happen to him? Probably not. Hey, Trump this motherfucker, This motherfucker has gone through a barrage of bullets and come out yeah. not fully unscathed, but he's still standing. Hey, so Trump 2024, the rules He's got have enough changed. money to hire a high-priced lawyer and to fucking fight it all. And, you know, but I guess it's up to a jury, maybe. Um, but it, it's very hard to prove that he was just being dumb. He could say that his staff did it. You know, he could play a lot. But here's the kicker. It was found in his home. It FBI was in his basement, bro. It was led by... It was probably led by the ghosts of Jeff Epstein and Bigfoot. Probably did it. Themselves. They found uh, documents on Roger Stone, his old buddy. <laughs> yeah, you know, so they, he took some uh, permanent records. Yeah, it was the Nixon shit. He yeah. The Nixon stuff. Yeah, he was like, I'm not a crook. I just look weird and like the penguin. <laughs> he looks like the penguin. <laughs> He's like a taller version of the big one. Yes. That's a good one. Roger Stone is the penguin. Sorry, Dan DeVito. It's Roger Stone. Been, uh, Hmm. Stone penguin. I don't know. Figure it out. Make a title out of it. Anyways. It's okay, Trevor. We'll figure it out. Figure it out. Moving on. Moving along. We uh, just got some local news, I guess. It's been on the 80s. It's about to get the 80s, 90s, and today. Closing time. <laughs> da, 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 da. You gotta close it before it's closed. Closing lines. Millions of peaches, bud. Peaches for me. Yeah. But yeah. Um, it's been yeah, it's been the eighties, nineties. One week since you looked at me. Oh no. 
This is like the, this is like if Chris was the weatherman, he would just be like making bad '90s references or like. Come on, man! You know I'm cool with the kids. Yeah, they'd be like, yeah, if we have uh, two storm fronts and a, and a uh, high pressure system, you'd be like, oh yeah, so that's where it's at. Two turntables and a microphone. Like, no, Beck, get out of here. <laughs> That's funny. Just imagine Beck is the weatherman. Weatherman Beck. So uh, so what's on your mind there, weatherman Beck? Well, I got the devil's haircut on my mind. You're like, what? Yeah. Because I'm a loser baby. Why don't you hate me? Yeah, no, Trevor's got all the good music references. That's what I can always depend on him for. Is like, Trevor, music reference. And it's Boom. like, bam, and fun joke. And you're like... All right, man. <laughs> it's good stuff. All right, Trevor. Topics, man. What are we talking about today? Well, we could talk about the uh, Eugene Pride in the Pride in the Park. Yeah, LGBTQ gay parade happens Saturday. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it went. I didn't go. I was helping other people. I bet it was yeah. real gay. Probably. And by gay, I mean happy. <laughs> That's where monkeypox happens. It's just at that. Just at that festival, nowhere else. How are you just gonna say that oh, <laughs> monkeypox is only localated to fucking gay men? Okay, first of all, there's gay women out there too. Second of all, yeah. Well, it's like what is this? The, the '80s with AIDS? Yeah. What the fuck? No, there was definitely a lot of old conservative people that were just like, if you get it, God's punishing you. That's what it is. Like, no, and there are people that. God-fearing dude gets it, and it's like, oh, well, he must have—he must have broken his promise with God. Like, <laughs> you're just—you're just justifying bullshit with bullshit. No, but that's what they do. But uh, what else? Oh, on uh, Mondays, Monday nights, uh, they do First National Tap House, which is a brewery. They are doing open mic nights, and I'm probably gonna do that myself tomorrow. We'll see how that goes. And what else? Uh, we also have the stand-up comedy, which is also at the, the Slice Pizzeria, which is in uh, the Whitaker District of Eugene. And uh, the reggae band Revolution's coming to uh, to us on August 27th. And we have the Keezy Theater. And September 16th, we got Floggy Molly and the Interrupters and Tiger Army. It's a punk show. September 16th. So other than that, uh, we'll start talking about random topics we got. I'm going to do an album review. Chris is going to hopefully do a movie review. Uh, the cat's probably going to make a guest appearance. We were supposed to have a special guest, but life happened. So hopefully next... Next time, next uh, Thursday, that'll happen. We'll get some more up episodes uploaded, and we'll have some more. We'll have episodes 29, 30, and 31 coming at you. Oh man, this sucks. I'm and so sorry, Trevor, to interrupt. What? What did I miss? Quite a bit. So my phone won't charge. It's finally happened. I've been telling you this, Chris. No, you haven't. Bullshit, motherfucker. I told you. So no, but when you I told just, me the charger didn't work. It was inevitable. It was inevitable. Time but how much longer did I get out of it after that? A lot. Whole, about another four months. <laughs> so are you going to go tomorrow? Yeah, I got to go get a new phone tomorrow, which is a cool thing, but also an aggravating thing. Folks, I am very good with my phones, and, and for the life I live, my phones go through a lot. <laughs> so maybe this time around I'll get a case. Um, but cases are nice. Cases are nice. Um, but... It's, it's crazy because this phone has lasted me almost two years. There you go. Yeah, that's about a two-year phone, man. For 170 bucks when I bought it, it was, a, it was a good investment, man. Never bought insurance on it or nothing. The, the day I got it, or the week I got it, I got into that fight with the homeless guy at the subway. And he threw my phone out of my pocket. He, like, reached in my pocket, grabbed it, and chucked it. <laughs> Yeah, and I was pissed because it was my brand new phone. I was like, you asshole! <laughs> but Damn. that phone has been through hell and back, and it's finally happened, folks. It won't charge. <laughs> R.I.P. phone. Dun, 
It's okay, little phone. You'll rest in phone heaven. Or phone hell. I just, I always hate the feeling of getting a new phone and having to get, um, having to get used to it. You know what I mean? Like the feeling of it in your hand and in your pocket and like, uh, you know, when you're using it, you don't know where all your stuff is and you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, new phones are a little bit nerve wracking sometimes. Good luck with that. Where are you going to get the phone at? Metro piece of shit. Yeah, they are assholes. <laughs> they are pieces of shit, bro. I don't know what is their deal. You know what? I'm going to actually go in there this time and talk to them about just canceling the whole thing. Because originally... PCS, POS, like right next... So originally, works. when I had Metro PCS, it was in Florida. Through my mom's account. Because she got a discount for having like more lines or something. But over the years, everybody's gone off the account. My mother, my sister, my other sister, and I'm the last one on it. So now maybe it's time I just get my own account, have my own thing, you know? Yeah. But I, maybe I don't go with Metro this time. <laughs> maybe I go shop around for a phone. Maybe get a fancy phone or something. Because if I'm going to spend, you know, a couple hundred bucks, man, I want to get something nice. You get something you can uh, watch all the good porn on. Of course, yes. pornography is half of that phone's life. Yeah. <laughs> I got no shame in my game. There's cum everywhere in my house. No, I'm there's, there's cum on these dollars. There's cum on these dollars. Fucking, um, but no, nah, man, it's um, it's a hard thing sometimes with the, with the phones. You know, they they live a life, but eventually, that's that's it. You know, there's nothing more to them. And to get it fixed would probably not be much, but that's kind of the, the lifespan I give my phones. It's like a couple years. If it's done its job for that long, it's time to retire it, you know? How long do your phones last? Uh, usually about four to five months at the most. How the fuck? What are you doing? Throwing it at people? Shut up! <laughs> well, I have a case now for the first time because in the past I always had a phone where wherever I went, like, oh, that's the one type of size of phone we don't have a case for. Like, everywhere. It's like Trevor's shoes. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have those ever. Yeah. Yep. They don't even make them anymore. <laughs> what are you, a freak? Well, you're I just bought this phone. Well, what do you mean you don't make it? Nobody makes those. Fucking freakish loser. Well, your grandma didn't think so on the loser part, but she thought I was freaky enough. My grandma's dead. Well, I'm good for shovel. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright, you want to do a The cat's movie? out of the bag, folks. Cat's in the cradle and a silver spoon. Little boy blue went over the moon. Hey, I got no movie review this time again. Well, I haven't been your... able to watch movies lately. I've been exhausted from work, and I've been watching a lot of Law & Order. You want to talk about another Law & Order episode? Yeah, of course, man. Law & Order's the shit, man. So I watched a Law & Order SVU episode the other day, and it's Detective Stabler, Elliot Stabler, and he's been too wild. He's been too off the rails lately. He's been a cowboying it up? So, yeah, he's been cowboying it up too much. And so... Uh, Fucking the captain puts him with a new partner. Uh, his his other partner like uh, goes to another department to work for a while. This is SVU. Yeah, on order SVU. And if anybody knows the show, the partner that I'm talking about, Olivia Benson, uh, she's his like other love interest. He's a married man with wife and kids, but he's going through a divorce, and you know times are changing. Um, but there's always been this on again, off again. Will they? Won't they? Bullshit. Um, so he gets uh, partnered with a new partner, Anthony Anderson, who's a really funny uh, stand-up comedian, and he's in a ton of good movies. He's in Barber Shop. He was in uh, Harold and Kumar. Escape for uh, Harold and Kumar. Go to White Castle. He's a really funny dude. Um, but he does a good, serious uh, Law and Order guy too. He did that for a few years. Um, but he's another off the rails guy. And the captain was like. I had to put you with somebody to show you how off the rails you are. And it's like, well, you ever have to work with them? And it's like, you ever have to work with you? He's like, you're teaching me a lesson. I love it, but I hate it. You know? Um, so it's, it's a real fun episode. They end up finding, um, what was it? Oh, fuck. I forget the crime. It's always a murder or a rape or something. It's usually somebody's getting raped. 
But uh, not someone just getting all their muffins stolen or a cat in the tree. No, it's never small crimes. It's always rapes and homicides and shit. There you go. But I forget the crime. But uh, it's funny watching them interrogate because they're both uh, bad cops. You know, there's no good cop. So they just go in there. Let me tell you something, motherfucker. And then one of them's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, calm down." The other one's like, "Listen, you better listen to my partner. He's he's the he's the non-crazy one. I'm the real psychopath." Like. I'm talking to y'all quiet, like, you know. <laughs> but uh, it's a great show, man. Check out Law & Order SVU. Shout out fucking Christopher Maloney as Elliot Stabler. That motherfucker's funny. Pretty awesome. I agree. What you got, Trevor? Any uh, albums or musics? Yeah, I got an album review. I got, um... Man, is called Choking Victim. The album is called No Gods, No Managers. And the song, let's recommend uh, Crack Rock Setting. Crack Rock Setting? Crack Rock Steady. Crack Rock Steady. Yes. Okay. And they are a, um, they are, they're like a, they're like a ska street punk band that also uses black metal. So press. can you define ska for me? Because I've never really known what ska is. But you've heard the term, I'm sure. I've heard ska, but I don't know what the fuck it means. So ska... Is the um, they're, they're one of the earlier forms of reggae from the 50s and 60s. We had like Toots and Maytal and Desmond Decker. We're not talking 311 reggae, no, we're talking real reggae. Like, all Amber's black. not the color of her energy, <laughs> oh, it's, it's black as hell, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, it's uh, yeah, it, it was it was when Bob Marley started joined in it was on the tail end of it by the 60s they were already the whalers Bob Marley and the whalers <laughs> yeah by by then by then like reggae had a lot of influence from like a lot of american soul like James Brown and like Aretha Franklin like that really by the 60s that hit the islands and yeah. that's when Bob Marley and them hit because they were doing like earth angel and they were doing a lot of american soul Covers and adding their own reggae twist to it. Yeah, but this own personal flair. But the original sky was slightly earlier and it was a little bit. Is it was when it was a little more upbeat. And then the uh, English working class people, when they had a lot of Jamaicans that moved over to England in the sixties, and then by the seventies, the two cultures melded, and they're both just working class. And they were the original skinheads before the Nazis ruined it. Like, the Nazis ruined everything. It was just white and black. The Nazis ruined Yahtzees. Yes. Nazi Yahtzee. Nazi Yahtzee. Is that that an episode already? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. No. Is it? Not yet. Could be Nazi It's one right now. It's happening right before your eyes. Right in the stand. Nazis are bad at Yahtzee. It's a known fact. Yahtzee, they don't know Yahtzee. how to shake the dice properly. <laughs> you know who is really good at, at, at uh, gambling and dealing with money and, and the, that? The Jews. These nuts. <laughs> Wendell. No, Welvin. By the way, the Jews don't run the bank. Old rich assholes run all the banks. There you go. Are they Jewish? Possibly. Are they white? Possibly. Are they old? Definitely. definitely. <laughs> Are they cranky and uh Are they spent? worried about their money? Hell yeah. Yeah. Do they worry about voting too much? Absolutely. No, they don't worry about voting because money buys votes. <laughs> That's why they worry about their money so much, because if their money disappears, they run out of power. So this album I'm reviewing, it's uh definitely it's about it's definitely a very tongue in cheek album about, you know. Fuck the system. Be your own person. And uh, maybe burn some churches along the way, too. So it definitely draws from, like, ska punk and black metal. Why would you burn a church? Just no. Just no. a party. Yeah. And also, also, <laughs> also, churches can be seen as signs of oppression. Are you burning it with people in it? Or are you burning it without people in it? Without what are you, people. a pussy? <laughs> there were a bunch of, bunch of churches burned by the black metal man, but there was no people in them when they burned them. What but, are you, a pussy? That guy You're did, not killing a bunch of churchgoers. But, but that guy, one of the guys that burned all those churches, he did stab and murder his bandmate 39 times. <coughs> killed him. So, he yeah. killed him 39 times? He stabbed wow. him. He stabbed him to death. That's a long life. And at one point, as the dude was bleeding, he was di- in the process of dying. He was, dude was stabbed and was me. in the other guy's Help kitchen. Me. You know, there's a scene in the uh, Lords of Chaos. It's a good movie. 
It's about the the black metal scene in Norway, eighties, nineties. But there's a scene. Do a movie review on that. I should. Uh, that'll be upcoming. Crazy movie, based on a true story. But there's one point where the uh, the guy is bleeding and dying in his own kitchen, and then the guy that was murdering him just went and got some milk, and then just started drinking milk. Is like, oh, your milk Maybe is sour. Maybe you're thirsty. Yeah, and and, it, and I guess he supposedly... You never know, man. Murdering people can make you probably pretty thirsty. Like, oh, There's a lot of action to it. Yeah, I mean, maybe... Ah, maybe milk is sour. You need some vitamin D after you're mur- stabbing what, what was your one of your best you friends. You don't know how hard it is to be a murderer on the go these days. You know, man. not everybody is going to want you in the restaurant. You know? Stab, stab, got milk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, your best bet's probably drive throughs and uh, you get sick of those after a while. You got to go into, into the and restaurant you, and stab a person. Yeah. And if you have a milkshake and you feel too slow and bloated, that's not going to be good. <laughs> Especially if you have too many... You got to be light on your feet as a murderer. Yeah. You can't be all weighed yeah. down with pasta. <laughs> oh, I ate those endless fries, and now I'm oh, feeling no, it now. now. I can't murder. I can't I'm jump aside. Oh, Thanksgiving has the lowest no. crime rate because all the murderers <laughs> are stuffed. <laughs> I would have gotten away, but too, it wasn't with that chicken fried steak I ate. It was delicious. The murderers take a break on Thanksgiving because they know that families want to kill each other. So there's more yes. domestic disturbances. Like, we don't need to do anything. Yeah, we'll let the families take care of each other. Grandma's yeah. gonna take out grandpa. <laughs> Cat and dog are taking out that annoying ass neighbor. There's a street. hilarious line from um, Joe Dirt, where he gets a woman's car. She just gives him a car, and he, he's just so flabbergasted. And she goes, "Yeah, it was my late husband's. Uh, he used to beat me. So one night I pushed him into the wood chipper." Told uh-huh. the cops he fell. <laughs> and then he's like, good for you. <laughs> and he just takes the car. That's awesome. <laughs> so fucking hilarious. Funny. Funny movie. But yeah. <laughs> Told the cops he fell. <laughs> choking victims, man. No guys managers. Album, Crack Our City song. Good, you guys speak good up. Song. Speak up. It's half an hour long. It's good. Choking victim, And they became... Uh, they became a lot of other famous bands after that. So, Trevor, you sound so enthusiastic. I'm very enthusiastic. Yeah, I'm you're sorry. so fucking enthusiastic. Tired. I can tell just just by looking into your eyes. You're yes. like fire. Yeah. <laughs> fucking this this group, man. <laughs> is, this the, is this what you want at your? Uh, is this what you want from me? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's 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 uh, it's definitely good when you want to, you know. Steal when you want to steal drugs and maybe ride an alligator and eat a bunch of uh, butterscotch. Butterscotch. Hard butterscotch. Yes. On your way to. Shout out Linda who gave me hard butterscotch. She's awesome. I was sick the last like week or so with the fucking pneumonia the last couple weeks. And uh, she felt bad for me, so she gave me a bag of butterscotches and a bag of Hall's cough drops. So I was like, "Oh, thank oh, you." It's actually one of the things on here. Fat boy physics, cheap candy, uh, candy battle. That's on here. What's cheap better, candy battle? Yeah, we. You had me write it down. You were like, "Peach rings all day," and I was like, "Oh, fuck, yes, the Swedish fish yes, or the blue the gummy Swedish, sharks." Yes, the Swedish fish versus peach rings debate. So apparently, Chris is a PhD in fat boy physics. I know everything there is to know about being fat. I've been fat for most of my life, okay? How long have you been fat? Maybe a couple years? Yeah, a year and a half. All right, so deal with it. (laughs) I know my fat people foods. Now, I'm telling you, Swedish fish are overhyped. No. People, they do not taste as good. Stop. Lies. They do not taste as good. And what I am saying is that peach rings with uh, sparkling sugar are the shit. They're good, but not better than blue gummy sharks or Swedish fish. Trevor has this weird thing about Swedish. He's Nordic. He loves also, Swedish also stuff. Also, blue gummy sharks, not he's, Nordic. He's all about the no. North and Norse no, no, mythology. No, no, no. He has this whole thing about Vikings. Folks, I'm telling you right now, he can't appreciate the South. He can't appreciate Georgia, the peach state. And I'm talking peach rings Look, from the peach state. The South is not going to rise again. If you're in Georgia, again. pick up some peach rings. The They're South, amazing. The South is not going to rise again with peach rings. It's not you don't know happen. that. You don't know that. Of course, he had those damn Yanks fucking ruining everything. Anyways, he's from Florida, folks, and he likes to uh, 
Florida and Georgia have a, a understanding of a relationship. Yeah. We we just get get along with each other as best as we can. What about California? Where's California have an enemy? Uh, Oregon, because there's a lot more of us, and Oregon is like, we're not going to be like you, but they act like Oregon is turning into California because Californians are running out of room. (laughs) I mean, I left California. So Californians are spreading up here like crazy, like wildfire. Yeah, It's a little bit more odd for somebody from Florida. To come to yeah. Oregon. <laughs> like, if you say California, you're like, oh, another one of them. But if you're like Florida, you're like... I was like, what? What? <laughs> Why'd you come all the way over here? I'm like, weed. I wanted okay. to grow a bunch of great weed. Uh, well, you made the effort, so okay. Yeah, that's what I gotta do, man. Every crop, every harvest, it gets better. It also gets better. Butterscotch candy can't get better. <laughs> Yeah, we'll figure out the uh, candy debate another time, I guess. The candy, the great candy debate. We'll have to have a, a we'll neutral have to have party. A, a neutral party, but I'm telling you right now, Trevor's wrong in this one, and he won't admit it, but he's wrong. Go get me some peach rings. Don't have any peach rings. <laughs> Go get me some peach rings from the store. <laughs> I'll finish the podcast. <laughs> That's not gonna happen. <laughs> Trevor's like, fuck you. <laughs> Yeah. Um, we also got uh, Racism is Stupid. Racism is Stupid. Yes. And then we could just. We talk. were talking about how um, we were watching the bonfire. They do the white this nationalist white thing. nationalist documentary. They like follow it. And uh, there's just some really funny dudes. They pick this really hot Pakistani English. Uh, uh, journalists to kind of document them and you can tell immediately that all the white supremacists are fucking into her she's really hot yeah <laughs> and it's just so funny like she starts using their lingo against them she shows she goes wouldn't you call me a raghead or a shit skin and the guys are like no no i wouldn't say it like that you know <laughs> racism can't be fucking flexible <laughs> You either need to be racist or not. <laughs> well, it's crazy when you have people like David Duke trying to rebrand the whole KKK by the 70s. He's like, yeah, I went to school and I can I can type up some fancy cover letters and I can wear a suit. And I can I can I can uh, make the uh, the white hoods white collar as well. And he tried to do that. And he, he definitely it's just did in every group and in every dynamic. So you keep changing people, the swastika. You keep well, people rebranding. start figuring out that gangs aren't the fucking solution. Gangs are where the thing begins usually. But gangs develop into better gangs and eventually bigger gangs. And once you have bigger gangs, you need political figures. And you need people that are in power above the, that level, basically, uh, that can influence. And it's weird because I think everybody has a price to a certain extent. You know, because if they don't have a price, you can threaten all the things they have or their family. So, there's just a lot of corrupt fucking people out there. And there's a lot of bad people, folks. So, hold your uh, family tight and fucking try not to come across any crazy, you know, people, I suppose. There's a lot of them out there. But, uh, yeah, the white nationalists are fucking ridiculous. White people in general thinking in uh, terms of supremacy. It's like, bro, go try to dunk on a black guy right now. <laughs> I don't see it happening. <laughs> go try to memorize more numbers of pi than a whole group of Asians that are studying. There's a whole math. movie about that. White man can't jump. Yes. Woody Harrelson trying to dunk as hard as he could. <laughs> that was the issue I had with um, with the the. The, the 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 movie with like to shoot firemen fucking um, American, American history, history X. yes the the scene where the uh, the white guys have one white dude and they end up dominating this black streetball team oh like, Edward no. Norton he falls yeah. out I was like no I've I've I don't even I've, care if you bring in a white ringer he's not probably out balling a bunch of oh, black dudes yeah that do it all the time because but I have seen the white uh, guy that goes to the court on like YouTube and it'll dress up all nerdy and then they'll pick them and it'll be like well who me 
And then he steps in and he fucking balls out and he crushes people's ankles and shit. So it is it is like a thing, but... He's rare, though. Exactly. Very it's rare. Very it's, rare. It's like an albino fucking tiger. You don't always see him. It's like when you have... It'll be like the, the white guy that'll go into a bunch of like Chinese restaurants and then he'll pretend to not know Chinese and then he'll listen to him and then eavesdrop and answer him and then like perfectly order everything and they're like what the fuck isn't that a funny thing to do to people when you have a language you think they don't speak just like talk shit about them right yeah. in, behind their back I've right heard people do it in Spanish too I've oh yeah. yeah Spanish is common but it's just funny cause like you don't know that person like, what if they do know your language? Then you just made yourself a, like, a complete piece of shit. Well, it's like, if you pick a fight, <laughs> it's like if you pick a fight with someone that's highly trained, and you're like, oh, shit. Well, I think it's funny yeah. if you pick a fight with somebody that's highly trained and you don't know, and, exactly. and then, yeah, reality gets beaten into you. <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden, you you feel like you get your arm broken. You're like, oh, shit. This dude's been taking fucking Tybo for 30,000 years. He's a young wizard. He's also been uh, practicing those other dangerous martial arts like Tai Chi, origami. <laughs> origami. <laughs> and Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Capoeira. Yes. Yeah. What else we got? We got... Humans have way too much ego, and that's why we have so many problems. It's very true. Humans yeah. do have a big ego. We've gotten ourselves into a predicament where we don't think we can be wrong anymore. <laughs> Where you think we're so superior to everything, we just need to keep being right all the time. But there's a problem with being right instantaneously all the time, is that it leaves you lacking in other areas. I think our uh, emotional stability as a people is very fucking waning. Um, people are scared, man. They don't know whatever whatever's gonna happen. They don't know what the fuck's gonna be next week and shit. But that is not always a bad thing. You're not supposed to know what's gonna happen, you know? Um, but I think a lot of people start to believe, and I do it to myself sometimes too, that um, you know it all, or that you know everything, and you know this is your world, and everybody else is just living in it. But it's not the truth, man. The truth is this world is created for everybody. So you need to fucking spend some time, you know, appreciating your fellow man, and fucking being nice to people. The problem man, is we got so many people that are assholes to each other out there. The assholes outnumber the good guys. Well, the assholes usually have worked to a point where they have people that work for them. They have more money and guns. Well, I mean, that's fine to have money and guns and shit. You can have money and guns and still not be an asshole. But I think to be assholes have a lot. Be at a certain level in your life. You um, step on a few. You have to step on a few skulls. Yeah. yeah. Hello, world. I'm your wild girl. Cherry bomb. is Putin is just doing all kinds of fucked up shit. Just singing, just singing. Yeah. Talk about assholes, that guy. The dude Putin, man, he's gonna, he's the next Donald Trump. He's basically outed himself from the rest of the world. Like, Donald Trump is not welcome anywhere in the world. But Putin is more of an obvious war criminal. Maybe Russia. Yeah. Yeah, Putin's more of an obvious war criminal. But. But it's crazy. Because when people are shitty, to a certain extent, you should be held accountable for that, you know? Um, But this isn't fucking, you know, a fairy tale book. There's a lot of injustice in the world, and it goes on constantly. So it's not up to, you know, everybody to check that shit. But if you see something fucked up, you should check that shit. That's why fucking it does piss me off that we're not more involved in the war in Ukraine. Because it's an obvious fucking, uh, like, they did nothing to provoke Russia. They did absolutely nothing. The only thing they, well, the thing they did was they said, well, we're going to join NATO. We're going to join NATO. And they didn't appreciate that. So they said, you do that, we're going to fucking invade your ass. And they go, you can't invade us. And they go, well, we'll say you attacked us first. (laughs) You know? We'll say that you have a bunch of fascists that are uh, oppressing all these, uh, Russians that happen to be be stuck over in the Ukraine side, they really want to be part of Russia. Is that true? Definitely. There's probably people in Russia that want to be a part of uh, Ukraine. There's probably people in Ukraine that want to be a part of Russia. But it doesn't give anybody the right to fucking invade a foreign country. But Russia also wants all that oil and resources and all the shipping. Exactly. (laughs) And also that shipping ports on the Black Black Sea. So, 
it's interesting that that area Ukraine has been fought over for centuries. People always fight over areas. Genghis Khan fought over that area. Uh, significance yeah. and with usually with water access. Yeah. Um, people need the water, no matter what type of anything you do. Having water is the only thing that can make you operate as a civilization. Yeah. If you're living in the desert, you're not thriving. Yeah. Desert on a horse with no name. You can live in the desert. You can live on fucking camelback. But you it's can hard. Do a lot of shit. It's hard to it's have hard a giant. on the people. Even Egypt had the Nile River. Mm-hmm. So if it didn't have Nile, it wouldn't have done as well as it did. Nope. You have to have a waterway that centralizes the, the cultivation and the fucking centralization of society. Even the Middle East is surrounded by a lot of water. You have to have water. If you have no water, you have no life. You know? But... We as people forget that, like, this world's a gift, man. Stop trying to rape it all the time. You know, you can take some stuff. Don't take it all. But uh, if anything, as a, as a species, we need to evolve and get off this planet because our story does not end here. It just begins. Um, and then we need to leave this planet for something else. You know, we need to leave this planet for the next species to thrive. Um, it'd be a real dick move to build a space station, build a colonization on another planet, rape the fuck out of the Earth, take everything we can, and then blast off into space. And then also, if there's any Neapolitan ice cream, mix all the flavors together. together. God damn it. We're like, hey, Chris, fuck you. And then dip out. I think that's the problem, man. And getting people to work towards a significant goal is tough. You know, getting everybody on the same page is tough. Um, But, you know, people don't always do what's best for their survival. And the same, you know, we do what we follow our hearts. You know, we follow our hearts a lot. Well, and logic is kind of uh, in that. You know, I was gonna say I'm sure the Scientologists think the same thing, but that's okay. Fucking Zenu, <laughs> he's coming, bud. He's coming to save all of our problems. Oh no, it's just a shitty writer and got a bunch of people interested. No shout out to Elrond Hubbard, by the way. I tried reading his he stuff. Never, Garbage. He never, he never had any good books. He no. was never a good writer. He, he wrote, was not he Lovecraft. He wrote a crazy story. He wrote he, one crazy story to turn into a religion. Yeah. Bad Scar Galactica is a movie that was based off a book that he wrote. But it was a lot of shitty sci fi. I've actually yeah. tried reading some of it, and I'm a guy that likes to read a lot of literature and. Not good. Sci-fi. Not good. It's not. He's not. He's nowhere near as good as H.P. Lovecraft. He'll never be Lovecraft. Sorry. Oh, I had a funny line at work today too. This was a hilarious line. I realized it the second I said it because somebody laughed at me. So I was telling a coworker about how I grabbed a pallet and it hit me in the chest, and I had a couple splinters in my chest, and I was still finding uh, wood in my chest from uh, uh, like a couple days later, and it was just reminding me that I fucked up. And it was funny. It was like I said, man, I just had this wood in me and I, I just wanted to get it out. <laughs> and somebody laughed and I was like, ah, it's a great joke. So don't ever say you got wood in you and you want to get it out. <laughs> I just got this wood in me and I want to get it out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm writing down a quote by Chris Evans. <laughs> I got this wood in me and I want to get it out. Splinters suck. It's got to be the end of the quote. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I thought that was another funny thing that happened at work today. We have an Asian chick that started working there. Um, she's very hot. She may not be like Asian Asian. She might be like uh, Filipino or Islander. But she has a long, long dreads um, and giant boobs. There you go. And I mean, she is really cute in the face. I mean, like a seven? Really cute, and the giant tits had you know another point. So she was she was almost an eight, man. You talked to her yet? I helped her clean up a spill yesterday. She knocked the mop over and I helped her clean it up. And I should have talked to her, but I was being all pussy. Should have just been like, "What's your name?" But she just started there, and I didn't want to be the creepy guy that starts to hit on her immediately. Yeah. <laughs> At least wait a couple days. Well, she's been there a week or so now, so I mean, I feel like she's getting more. You know, involved. But, you know, that'd be the, the most fucked up thing to go, Hey, Trevor, I talked to this pretty Asian girl. Guess what? Lesbian. <laughs> that would hurt me so much, too. I'd be like, what? No! 
Yeah. I've, he's, yeah, I've, I've tried with the, the Asian persuasion, and uh, the Forbidden City shut its gates on me, so. Trevor, it's called Bangkok for a reason. Ah, <laughs> different country, though. It's not China. Thailand. Yes. Yeah. Uh, all right. I think we're about ready to wrap this one. Let's wrap it a little early tonight, Trevor. We could... Just do one more topic if you want. If you want, man, we got we got time. I'm just tired, like you. Yeah. Got dinner ready on the stove, guys. We got freaking mac and cheese and chicken. I put some jalapenos on one of them. Jalapeno mac and cheese. And some jalapenos. Some jalapenos. Oh fuck! The fucking. I got something. Grab my. Trevor's off in a dash, ready in a flash. He's Trevor Allstrom. He's grabbing something out of his room. I don't know what he's doing. I got it. I hate singing in this tune. It is not the month of June. <laughs> I'm just rhyming for nothing. <laughs> so we got the uh... talking about something. Trevor's got something about his last list. His last list so of the hard 10? rock. So top ten. Uh... Rock and roll bands for the, the world? The world. The United States has been done. The UK has been done. Now we're talking the rest of the world. But Where is Russia at on that list? They're not on that list because they weren't. They definitely weren't playing any Russian bands 60s, 70s because of the Cold War. Like, you weren't going to... Wait, what? They were in the 70s. Russia was definitely in the 70s. Yes, but you didn't hear... How many How many Russian bands did you hear on American no, rock and roll Russian, stations? Rush. Canadian. Yeah, they're on the list. Yeah! Oh, I thought he said Russian. Jesus. What? Because of the Cold War. I'm like, no, they're Canadian. So most of these <laughs> bands are going to be bands that were allies with the U.S., which is why they're on this list, because that's what they were playing. They weren't playing Chinese or Russian Who's rock and they? roll bands. Who's they? The system. The man. So anyways, number one on the list, ACDC. They got big and came from Australia. So the... Band members are like they were born in they were born in Scotland, but when they were young, they were whisked down to down under and grew up and played music and got big and came out of Australia. So ACDC, great pick. Yes, they started and they they, they started early seventies, got big first album seventy six, high voltage, and then just then Bon Scott <coughs> along with the rest of the band with the. Um, the uh, Angus Malcolm Young and then the drummer his name forgive me alright Trevor it's okay anyways there's a lot of bands to get to come on yeah they uh help bring rock and roll from down under alright second list Rush Rush is the great Canadian rock band today's Tom Sawyer he gets high on you yes. and the space invasion gets by on you <laughs> we are the priests of the temple of series yeah yeah uh, trio power rock band that definitely helped bring progression and definitely helped lead to Neil Peart is the rock. greatest drummer not alive yes and then Giddy Lee now life's in on bass and vocals and guitar respectively other on the list we got the band Heart Heart Canadian ooh Barracuda yeah the female power trio they're pretty much the, the, the female version of they the made rush. the bass fucking amazing Bass, guitar, vocals, and drums. They were around the same time. 70s. Heart looks so bad these days. 70s. If you see them now, they're ugh. old. They're old, man. They're old. They're old. Uh, next one, I got. Van, I, got I got an old heart. <laughs> I got Van Morrison from Van Ireland. Van Morrison, he's from Ireland. Yep, that's a good choice. Oh, it's not a band, but yeah. Well, he had a band. Well, he did have a band. Everybody's got a band, I suppose. I'll put Van Morrison and band. That's. But he had a really good band with. Van, Van Morrison and the and the and the Vanners. Yeah. Well, he sang and did uh, keyboards, and then he had guitarists and bass players. He had saxophonists and other percussionists. Like Bob Dylan. Yeah. <laughs> Bob yeah. Dylan had a band. Bob, Who's Bob, Bob Dylan's band? <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and then uh, after that, I have Finn Lizzy, the Finn Great Lizzie, Irish. Irish. The, the Great Irish Rock Band. Yeah, me and Trevor's uh, personal favorites, I think. Then Lizzie's an awesome oh, group. I I love them. Yeah, the boys are back in town there, bud. I mean, you got the cowboy song. I'm the last just a cowboy, lonesome yeah. on a trail. 
Got the last emerald. Which Tonight's going to be a on. jailbreak, bud. Yes, it is going to be a jailbreak. <laughs> Dancing in the moonlight. Yeah. Uh, then we also got the Scorpions. They're from Germany. They did uh, Rock Like a Hurricane. Scorpions are awesome. Big hair metal band from the 70s and 80s. They're talented. Uh, and then, ooh. And then we have the uh, the great Canadian rock god, Neil Young. Neil Young. Neil Young's all right. I hope Neil Young will remember, though. A Southern man doesn't need him around anymore. Uh, he's from Florida. So <laughs> that inherited the hatred. Later, the Leonard yeah. Skinner, Neil Young hate goes on. <laughs> he was at their funeral, supposedly. Yeah, he better have been, been a that piece of shit. That's why he likes Neil Young. He's just, he's just doing Neil Young's something. awesome. I love Neil Young, yeah. but he fucking shouldn't, shouldn't have ended up in a Skinner song. <laughs> Anyways. That's the only reason I have to hate Neil Young. <laughs> Very south of you. Yes, of course. But yeah, he he's been he was first in Buffalo Springfield in the er, band in the uh, er, very early sixties, and then he did stuff with Crazy Horse, which is my favorite of his bands, and then stuff with um, Crosby, Still, Nash, and Young. Crosby, Stills, and Nash, yeah. And Young, and then he did other stuff. But yeah, he's been. I've seen him live. All right, Trevor. You like Neil Young? We get it. <laughs> All right. Trevor's going to go listen to some Neil Young after this, Fuck folks. Yeah, yeah. All right, band I'm not nearly as excited for. You uh, 2 from Ireland. Yeah, U2's okay. I was pointing Bono's because they're famous. Okay. They're he's, famous. He's a decent singer. Um, Edge is group, an all right guitarist. I think does a really great job um, playing live performances. Yes. I've heard some of their live shows are dope. And that's kind of what you want in an older rock group and stuff, too. They, is that they keep up the performance. They spend a lot of time on acoustics and making sure everything sounds It'd be weird well. to go see Metallica and everybody's just sitting down. <laughs> it's like, what's going on? Uh, or if you saw Slayer and just everyone was just like... All right, I got one for you. Neil Young versus James Taylor in the softest tunes. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to have to pick Brett. I'm throwing the guest appearance, Brett. <laughs> Aubrey. Aubrey yes. was her name. So other one here, I got... Uh, this one's going to cut like a knife, but Brian Adams. <laughs> He yeah. was going on about Brian Adams all yesterday. I was like, he's going to bring up Brian Adams. Yep. I don't even know that, dude. I know because a lot of middle-aged ladies who love Brian Adams, so... Oh, man. All right, Trevor, how many more you got? I got, uh... One more I got is the Pogues, which were a Irish punk folk, pan, folk punk band from the 70s and 80s that were really big. Had songs like Dirty Old Town. Like, they were Flogging Molly 10 to 15 years before Flogging Molly. Right. They helped pave the way, and they definitely had some of their stuff on the radio play and brought attention. They were the first super big, like, folk Irish band that also mixed in with punk because they were around that same time period. And nice. then, then honorable mention, I got Men at Work. Yes, Men at Work. Is down amazing. Under and all that. They were they come a, from a land down under. They were a big, like, new age rock band from yes. the 80s. And they did some other songs, too. Yeah, but that was their... their that big, was their big, big, big hit. Yeah. And then, as far as... I'm sure there's other stuff out there, but this is what this is the stuff that I've definitely heard growing up on the rock stations the most, as far as non-American or Trevor, British. I like that countries. list. I think you did awesome, bro. Thank you. All right, that's what I got for that list. Done. You ready to wrap it? Yeah, I guess we'll wrap it up. You better we'll, wrap that shit up, B. Oh, B. Well, uh... <laughs> In Puerto Rican on me. I told you to wrap it up. <laughs> and uh, we'll have some more episodes coming at you, folks. Yes, sir. Listen, like, subscribe if you want. Yes, do it. Don't, don't if you want it. Do it. Anyways, and here's a song, I guess. <laughs> Thank you.
Yeah. All right, guys. We love you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening. Uh, we'll be back at you in a couple days uh, when we get a new Maybe episode Thursday. rolling. Yeah, Thursday or so. All right, folks. Two lily boys in a canoe. Signing out. Be good.